Hey, everybody, welcome to part two with my special guest, Charlie Champ. I love that name. What, where's the last name come from? Uh, French. It's French. French. Yep. French You've been Huguenot. to France. Yeah, many times. Many times. This is my special guest, none other than Charlie Champ. You have a great ministry in Moravian Falls. What led you to move to Moravian Falls? Um, in 2018, I had a, an encounter where I was actually in Prayer Mountain in South Korea. Ooh. Dr. Cho let me use his private uh, prayer, prayer um, grotto, and uh, I got caught up in the realm of the Spirit and brought there. And the Lord told me um, to shift my ministry, because we were living in Middle Tennessee at the time, mm -hmm. and he said, I want you to move to the mountains of, of North Carolina, wow. to Moravian Falls, and uh, reposition your ministry for what's about to come upon the United States. And so we did that. Were you familiar with Moravian Falls at all? Did you have uh, any history being there? Just a, a very, very little. I had been there one time before that prior. Had no plan on moving there. Uh, but the Lord, Lord spoke to us and said that um, our next uh, part of ministry was really going to be in that place. You are the president and co-founder of Destiny Encounters International. What's, what's that about? Uh, Destiny Encounters International is a ministry that my wife, Brent, and I founded in 2009. Uh, evangelistic ministry, prophetic ministry, and really the pursuit is to uh, see God touch one heart at a time mm. to shake, to see nations shaken by the power of the And you're building Spirit. there right now, is that right? Yeah, we just bought 15 acres, um, and we're, we're uh, putting our um, apostolic training center there. So people can go there, go to school. Yes, going to be able to go to school there. We're, we're going to have um, uh, many things. Our conferences are going to be there. And really, we're looking to see young people shaken by the power of God. Uh, you know, this generation really desperately needs to have uh, an encounter with, with, with the presence of God. I want to be there. Yeah. Invite you need to come me. and visit. I'll, you need to come visit. <laughs> I'll invite myself. How about that? I'll come and yeah. see you. I want to be a part of that because... In 1999, Pastor Jim and Lori were invited by Rick Joyner to go to Meridian Falls, and I got to tag along as an armor bearer, and Rick asked everybody, he prayed for all of us at that roundtable meeting that we will have an encounter with angels. I didn't know if I was included in that as well because I was on the outside, <laughs> and I said, well, I'll take that for me too since I heard it. Maybe, maybe I'll have one. And, and I was kind of skeptical about it because I didn't have much knowledge about angels or anything. But it, I think it was about 3 or 4 a.m. I got up and started walking to this ledge. Mm. It was a full moon. I mean, it was beautiful. And there was such a presence of God that I can't even explain it. But I had an encounter with an angel, Charlie, that till this day, a few days ago, I had the same encounter. And... What happened was I was asking God a few questions and I was kind of afraid and, and not knowing where my life was going to go. I had an encounter with Christ, received them in my heart, and I began to serve in the ministry. And all of a sudden, I didn't know where else to go, you know, and so I began to serve. But in that encounter, this angel that happened to be an angel wrapped his arm around me. And all I heard was, it's going to be all right. Mm. And that has stayed with me 
probably three or four times in my life, the last 23 years, I felt three times after that one time, that same voice and that same arm wrapped around me. What do you think that was? I believe that was an angel that was assigned to your life that's always going to be with you. And um, in specific times when you need him, there, there's going to be a manifestation of that. Um, it's similar to what you're saying about the arm wrapping around uh, on you with, your, with the angel uh, that is assigned to you. I had a similar encounter before I went into ministry. It was actually um, something that launched me into the ministry that I have now. I, I was passionately pursuing God, like really going after him. And um, I fell into a, a vision where I saw an angel. He came to me uh, with this pill that was like red and it had three keys on it. And the angel said, I've been sent by God uh, to deliver to you one of these keys for your ministry. And um, I picked the key up, uh, wisdom and revelation. And when I picked it up, it dissolved into like a wind. It's kind of hard to explain, but... It, it, it just started spinning, went into this ear and down into my spirit, and I, I came back. And so the next meeting that I went to, um, this ear caught on fire, like, like heat came into yeah. it, and then specific words of knowledge started to flow. And it was a direct result, I believe, from that angelic encounter that I had. So every time that this happens to me, I know that that angel is coming alongside to help minister. Can I ask you this? What are the different types of angels that we find in the Bible? Well, there's nine classifications of angels. Um, you know, the, there's glory angels, gover- governmental angels, then messenger, what I call messaging spirits. Mm-hmm. Um, the highest order is that what I call glory angels, which is are the seraphim, cherubim, and the thrones. Those are the ones that are around the, around the uh, throne of God all the time. Then you got dominions, you got principalities, you have powers, which are the governmental angels. Then you have, you know, ministering spirits that have been sent to men, which can, the Bible says are innumerable. Mm-hmm. They're innumerable company of angels. So they can look different ways, different colors. They can, uh, some of them don't even look human. Some of them, according to the Bible, have faces like lions, eagles, uh, oxes. What do we know about these angels in the Bible? Those are cherubim angels. They are constantly around the throne, worshiping God. And, uh, you know, Ezekiel had an encounter in Ezekiel chapter Mm 1 where he saw those angels with the four faces. Um, You know, also angels come like winds, fires. The Bible says they look like lightnings. Mm -hmm. Sometimes people um, will be in meetings and I used to have this happen to me all the time. When the presence of God would come really strong, I began to see like streaks of light, like moving through, through um, the meeting. I, and I just uh, thought that there were like lightnings. I mean, that's what I call them, lightnings of God. And I remember one man of God said to me, he said, he said, son, he said, those are angels. And I was like, really? He said, yeah, they're coming like lightnings and they're, ha- they're ministering with you uh, in the meeting. Wow. Listen, I know this is going to be weird, and I've never done this. Can you just take the next, I don't, five, ten minutes and just minister? I feel in my heart that there's people that need to hear a ministry from you. 
you have a prophetic, fresh anointing in your life. It's hard to explain it because when you hear a lot of prophets or self-called prophets out there, they're confusing people out there. They're, one day they're saying this, another day they're saying that. But I believe you have a fresh anointing in your life that we need to hear. And I just kept, keep hearing in my heart, let him minister. Mm. I don't mm. know if I'm right. I don't know if I'm wrong. But I just feel in my heart, let him minister on angels. Pay attention. This is for you. I never do this. Usually we have chit-chat talk and we talk about where he comes from and what's his favorite coffee. and what. I don't care about that right now. All I care is that you get ministered on God has a message for you because I believe that you have had experiences about angels that God wants to reveal a message to you, but you're not hearing this in your churches. You're not hearing this in, in ministry anymore. Listen, we are getting lost in the church with all this crazy theologies that are being brought up. They're not even the gospel. I'm afraid that if we don't turn from all that and, 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 and repent and seek God, God wants to reveal to us the times that we're in right now. And if you don't understand what angels are all about, it's because you haven't been reading the book, the Bible. Charlie, take this time and just minister to us. Yeah, you're watching me right now. And I'll tell you, there's no distance in the realm of the Spirit. God wants to touch you right in your home. He wants the fire and the presence of God to invade you. Some of you have been asking God for a fresh encounter with Him. You know, the Bible says in Isaiah 6 that Isaiah was caught up in the realm of the Spirit. Angels are not seen in the natural. They're seen in the realm of the Spirit. So, Father, I thank you that you begin to open up people's eyes right now to not look in the natural, but to see in the realm of the Spirit. For you said that those angels are ministering winds and they are fires. You know God wants to set you on fire. He'll take angels from the throne that have been given a coal of fire and place it upon your lips so that you'll begin to preach the gospel. Many of you have been in a place of fear. The Bible says that God has not given you a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. This is a season that you're entering into where God is going to empower you through his presence to begin to preach the gospel. That's the purpose of even angelic visitation, that God would send to you these messaging spirits, according to Hebrews chapter 1, verse 14, it says that they are sent for the heirs of salvation. That means that the angels are sent to you for the purpose of not only ministering to you, but also being able to minister with you. There is an activation of the angelic that is even happening right now on this broadcast as we speak. God is going to touch your physical body. There are people that are watching this that you have pain in your body. You have things that are wrong with you right now. Um, just a couple of weeks ago, we were in a great campaign in Awake America Crusade down in Claremont, Florida. There was a young girl uh, who was in a coma in the hospital. Her mother came to the crusade just with a picture of the daughter. And in that crusade, the angel of the Lord went into the hospital and touched the young girl, woke her up out of that coma. I believe that there are those that are watching this. There are 
some that are in the hospital right now. Maybe you have a family member that is dealing with COVID. Maybe you have a family member that is in a coma. I believe that the spirit and the presence of God is going to go forth even right now. Those messaging spirits like lightnings, like fire, are going to begin to move to that place where they're at. In fact, Mondo, right now, I'm seeing a, a young girl that is in the hospital. You, uh, you're, you're in a coma. Your mom and dad are watching this program right now, and you have a young daughter who's in a coma right now, and the presence and power of God is going forth to wake her up in the name of Jesus. I'm seeing some kind of like a, a brain uh, like a tumor in the brain that's causing um, her to be in this coma. The presence of God is healing her right now. Father, I thank you for your power, your presence, your glory. I thank you for a creative miracle in the mind. I thank you for that tumor dissolving now in the name of Jesus. Lord, I thank you for the angel being sent to awaken, to awaken that young girl in the mighty name of of Jesus Christ. There are others that are watching this uh, as well. And um, there's a woman, in fact, that's watching this. Um, you need replacement on your right hip. Uh, and a replacement uh, needs to take place, but God is replacing it right now. I command the creative miracle in that bone in the name of Jesus Christ. You're going to begin to feel heat on that right now as God begins to minister to you. And the presence of God is touching that hip, touching that lower back. All the pain is leaving. You should stand up and just start to move around right now as God is healing you. Also, I want to pray for those who feel called to ministry. You feel like you're called. You need a touch from God. You need uh, heaven to touch you. I want you just to lift up your hands right now as you're watching this. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for supernatural encounters in your presence, your power. I pray for dreams. I pray for visions. I pray for angelic visitation in the name of Jesus. Father, I thank you for that angel that comes with the coal of fire to touch their lips. Lord, I thank you that you are setting them on fire today. You're taking that coal from off the altar. You're burning them with your presence. God, where they cannot be quiet any longer. Lord, I thank you that they'll preach the gospel with boldness because you have not given them a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. In Jesus' name, amen. Charlie, I see a guy named James in California mm. right now. This is so unbelievable because you're watching right now and you're wondering if God could ever use you again. And I'm here to remind you and to tell you that God is in love with you. He's crazy about you. He has not canceled you. The call of God to minister, to evangelize is in your life. Mm. And all you have to do is just ask God to forgive you of your sins. And God is going to reactivate the evangelistic calling in your life that you once had. Father, I pray for James right now in California. He's tuned in. He was flipping the channels. And he was asking God 
about the gift that you have given him as a boy. And now that he's a man, he's drifted away from the calling that you had set aside for him. God, I release that evangelistic anointing in his life, Lord, that he will begin to activate it in this very second, God, that the message that you have given him for his community, for his Lord, for, for the people around him will begin to see a transformation as he ministers, Lord, as he opened his mouth, Lord, in words of just repentance and wisdom and, and Lord, the message that will draw people back into your presence, God, will be released over his life and reactivated right now. Lord, we need a miracle in America. We pray for a miracle. Wow. Wow. The presence of God is so thick on this broadcast right now, Mondo. I, I just actually saw a woman. You're watching the broadcast right now. Uh, you, your hair is uh, originally, it's black, but it's blonde right now. You're blind from um, diabetes in your right eye. The fire of God is coming on your right eye right now, and you're going to be able to see out of that eye. I command the blindness to leave. I speak to the diabetes. I command it to go now in Jesus' mighty, mighty name. Your eye is starting to open, open, open in Jesus' name right now. Man, the presence of God is so strong on this you broadcast know, there, there, right now. There's a moment that God sets aside, and I don't know what happens in the spirit. Listen, if you lost faith in healing, this is your moment. We're not here with you know, big choirs behind us and violins. This is raw. This is where God wants to meet you in your moment, uh, your crisis. Listen, in the crisis, you have to watch who walks in. And if the healer is walking in in the middle of your crisis, that's where you grab a hold of them. This is where you, Bartomeo said, <laughs> one of my favorite stories. Listen, sometimes you have to get God's attention. I had to do it in my moment of despair and crisis. I needed a miracle in my life. And God sent an angel. I believe my sister was an angel at that moment. Can angels possess a person? I don't know. Maybe that's a wrong theology. Mm. But I want to tell you something. When God calls you, he will send an angel in the middle of your crisis, in the middle of your despair, in the middle of, the, of where you lose complete hope of human beings. God sends angels to remind you that God is real. Man, I keep seeing this lady in North Carolina. She has glasses, mm. and I can see you worshiping, and you're asking God to, to intervene in the situation between you and your son. The unforgiveness that your son has towards you has broken you, and I'm here to tell you that God is going to fix that relationship in your life with your son. Father, I pray for relationships to be restored right now. Relationships, Lord, that have been broken due to political views, mm. cultural views. God, that you will restore family right now. Father, you are in the business of restoration. God, I pray for restoration in my sister's life, that her and her son will be restored. Their relationship, God, that you will restore and that you will heal it, Lord, that all unforgiveness, Lord, will go away, that the power of forgiveness will come into their room, Lord, that she will pick up that phone, Lord, and just ask for forgiveness for what was done years ago. This, 
man, Charlie, I, I've been praying the last few days that the, we, we as human beings, we are having a hard time forgiving. Mm. You may see miracles, but if you don't have forgiveness in your heart, it goes nowhere. I believe that we need forgiveness. People have been deeply hurt by mm -hmm. other people, and they are having a hard time forgiving. Can we pray that they will find a way to forgive those that have hurt them? Yeah, definitely. And, and you know, that's one of the signs of the end times, is that the Bible says the love of many will, will grow cold. Mm -hmm. And we need that passion. What you need is that fire to come back into your heart. Because when you're on fire for God, I'll tell you, it's hard not to forgive. It's hard not to love. So Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for all those that are watching this broadcast, that the fire of God will touch their heart, that those that they have unforgiveness about, in the, in, in those that they cannot forgive, that you will cause them to be able to forgive right now. In fact, there is a, there is a, a, a woman that's watching this broadcast, and you have been diagnosed with several different uh, conditions, different things are going on in your physical body. And, I, and you, you, the doctors are saying, well, it's this and it's this and it's this, but I'm gonna tell you exactly what it is. It's a spirit of infirmity that has come upon you because of the unforgiveness that you have in your heart. And right now, as you begin to forgive your husband, God is going to heal you of those three conditions that you've, you've, you've received from the doctor. So Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for your presence touching that woman right now. I thank you that you're removing the unforgiveness in her heart, and I thank you that you're healing her physical body right now in Jesus' mighty name. Wow. Let me give you this scripture. Our time is leaving us once again. We were supposed to be talking about your book, but I believe that this moment was for you. This moment was for me. This moment was for Charlie. This moment was, listen, we, when we hear from God, we got to be obedient at that very moment. Oh, I'll do it tomorrow. Oh, maybe next week. No, when God speaks, this is the thing. Many of you have had a hard time being obedient when God speaks. You want God to work in, on your behalf, you got to obey. Oh, boy. We don't like that word. Obedience, obedience, obedience. Listen. I know, I know, I know, I know. The, 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 the Spirit of God is so strong in this moment right now. I got to read you this scripture. For God did not send His Son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through Him. I don't know why you're feeling condemned right now. I don't know what words were spoken over your life. I don't know what demonic spirit came over you that caused you to believe that God sent his son to condemn you and to judge you. Sure, he will judge us. But we have time. The Bible says that while we still have life and breath, there's hope. The hope we have is that he sent his only begotten son, Christ, the king, the savior, to forgive us of our sins. That's the greatest gift we can ever be given is to be able to be forgiven of our trespasses and stop feeling condemned. We'll never be good enough for the culture. We'll never be good enough for the church. We'll never be good enough for 
probably even our family members, but we are good enough for his son to have died for you and I. Oh, man, listen, I wish I had more time. If we were alive, we can go for hours and pray for you. And I pray for your salvation right now. I pray that you will have peace in your mind, that you will have peace in your heart, that God will reveal himself through angels, through his word. Listen, the Bible is the key to salvation, to reading, to unlocking, to understanding the subject that we've been trying to talk about, angels. One last thought. Angels. Why did God have angels to work on our behalf? I believe that God wanted to release the angels to us so that we would have that assistance even against the demonic realm, against those that would try to come against us. Because the Bible calls us to places that the Bible says that even angels are, fe are fearful to go, but they have to go with us. Because there are God's protection to us as we go after uh, the restoration on the earth. Wow. I love this scripture. For he will command his angels, the Bible says, concerning you. I can stop right there and just dwell on that. The fact that someone is concerned about me and to send the very creation to come and help us. God is concerned about you. He's concerned where you are right now. He's concerned about your health. He's concerned about your future. He's concerned about your now. He's concerned where you're going to spend eternity. We have hope right now. We have the hope that God has sent a prophet in the midst. Don't be like Jerusalem, Jerusalem, Jerusalem. Why do you stone your prophets? Listen, God has given us the office of the prophet and is, I know it's been abused. I know it's been take, mismanaged. But listen, we don't lose hope over that. God has prepared prophets for this hour to deliver a message to you, to pray for you. You're watching. Listen, I, I got probably 30 seconds. You, I witnessed a miracle that you shared from Africa. What happened in 30 seconds? I know this is short, but what happened in Africa? We had a young boy who was in the hospital with uh, malaria, stage four malaria, going Ooh. to die, hooked up. The presence of God, uh, we went to the hospital. They allowed us to go in and pray for him. And the power of God touched him, Mondo. He got out of there, the, uh, took the IV out, everything out, walked out of the hospital as a result of that. Every person in that hospital, all the doctors, all the nurses gave their life to Jesus. Wow. Wow. Let me read you that scripture once again, because this is for you. For he will command his angels concerning you to guard you. That means to protect you in all your ways. My God, that scripture, that, that's for you. Grab it. God is in the business of protecting you, guarding you from the, the, the witchcraft around your life, the people that have condemned you. We break that spirit in the name of Jesus. I know we're two crazy guys talking like this, but listen, we got this is what old church what used to be like. Mm. We don't play church. When it comes to concerning your life, we plead the blood of Jesus. We lead you to repentance. We lead you to the cross. Lay hands on you. Prophesy over you. Miracles are taking place in Africa, in Italy. Why not in your household? Man, I believe in a God of miracles. And I believe a miracle is going to be in your life. 
It's time to reactivate what God has placed for you. A gift of salvation, a gift of healing, a gift to give you a message through angels. When you read his word, you will declare war on the enemy, but you will always say this. You will declare this very word that as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. I got to go. My time is gone. I hope I see you next week. We got a lot more to catch up on. Until then, remember this. Keep the faith. It's going to be all right. Bye-bye.